my son and I. We've been through it. We've been through a lot of this. My son and I. We're gonna do this. We're gonna make it through. Oh yeah. My son and I. I'm here. And I'm here too. Oh yeah. My son and I. We welcome you. Welcome to the journey. My son and Yes, you are. You're listening to my son and I. This is the first episode of our brand new podcast, Mom. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited. It's called My Son and I. Uh, Well, since this was all your idea, Mother, why don't you tell the people what My Son and I is all about? Well, My Son and I actually is about me and my son taking a look at our relationship, finding the kinks, and smoothing them right on out. It's an opportunity to get to know my son and you, the audience. As our age grows, I want to make sure the the difference between us doesn't. Yeah, any differences, uh, I would like to keep them. uh, Well, it's okay to be different, but I hope that we can keep some distance between us, not as far and strained out. You know, we got to just make sure we don't leave each other too far behind. You know what I'm saying? I'm so glad the distance has shortened literally between us because you're home in LA instead of in New York. Yeah, that's something new that the people don't know much about. Uh, For Mm -hmm. those of you who don't know, I have relocated my life. Uh, COVID happened in 2020, and it sent me from New York back to L.A., uh, I thought I'd come over here and spend this time, you know, I wanted to use this time productively. I said, I want to use this time. So even if that means I go home and just sit around with my friends and family, at least in a year or whenever this COVID thing uh, wraps up, Mm -hmm. which now turns out has been longer Mm -hmm. than a year, at least I'll be able to look back at that time and say, well, that's what I did with that time. Mm -hmm. I wanted to use this time productively. So I'm so happy that you came up with this idea. This helps me do that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so here on my son and I, as my mom said, uh, we're going to talk about a little, uh, a bunch of issues from our past, and uh, just straighten, smooth out all of those edges, and and uh, smooth out those rough spots. Talk about some old stuff, some new stuff, and get to know each other a lot deeper. Yeah. We're going to talk about some topics that are uh, that are hot right now, mm-hmm. and uh, play some games, and uh, really just spend this time getting to know each other. So you guys are welcome along the journey to get to know us as we get to know each other. I'm happy you're here. So, Ma, what's yeah. going on right now in the headlines that, that relates to oh us? Oh, my God. I'm sure everyone is probably looking at this darn George Floyd. Uh, oh, my God. Yes. It's, it's, this here uh, situation here, the, the guy, oh, this situation here where uh, this policeman is was absolutely horrendously, I mean, just offensively, downright wrong in what he did. Um, I, we originally thought it was eight minutes and something that he was on George Floyd with his knee, but it turns out it's been nine minutes and something. And I'm just absolutely just totally, totally uh, just amazed and flabbergasted at the—I didn't see it all from the top, but I've seen it from the top now, and I'm just absolutely destroyed. I, I literally shedded a few tears. Yeah, it's a tragic experience. And last mm-hmm. year when this happened, the world was shaken. Like, you know? the world was moved. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, you know, justice is served. What else yes. have you seen about, I know that you were watching today. 
Yes, this trial has just been really terrible. I saw the from the top where I didn't know this, but when he's, you know, we've got to see, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. But he was literally telling them that he couldn't breathe from the very beginning. I yeah. saw that when they arrested him on the street, I didn't, I didn't know all of that. But they literally took this man out of his car because yeah. he was in his car, mm-hmm. took him out of his car, handcuffed him and brought him over to the police car. Before he even got there, he told him, I have an issue with breathing mm-hmm. because I had COVID. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, I didn't realize, you know, because we were all in the moment. It was heated. We was, just, you know, you didn't hear it all. Uh, we were, I'm being very honest with you. I was just angry with the fact of the way this man was just so maliciously uncaring, no empathy, no sympathy, just kneeling on this man's neck, mm-hmm. literally killed him. He literally died while this man was in his neck, kneeling in his neck. Mm-hmm. But he told him from the beginning, I, I can't breathe. I'm claustrophobic. I had COVID, all of that. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. No. And that is what really just was angering me so much. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, it's really sad, but I know that he didn't care because the color of this man's skin. I love that you're saying this as if these are new concepts. Like, that's what everyone's so upset <laughs> Absolutely. about. Absolutely. That's what everyone's outraged about because mm. this man blatantly murdered this other man. Right. Uh, race be damned, uh, gender be damned. This man murdered another man in cold blood and broad daylight light with cameras rolling and felt like he was justified in doing so. Exactly. That's the word they always use. Justified. Justified in killing. Justified in shooting us down like dogs. Justified with hanging us. Do you know, I watch, and I don't know if you watch this, the um, United States versus Billie Holiday. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. And to this day, there is a law that we have trying to be just knocked down and knocked out of the way, but it still has not been, it still is on the books mm-hmm. where a black man could just be lynched. Yeah, yeah. We're still legally allowed Le- to Justifiably lynch lynched. People. And they yeah. shoot us down in the streets still to this day, justifiably so, just like with the Capitol building. You know, doggone well, if that was Black Lives Matter, we'd be justifiably shot down, just, just picked off, plucked off. Yeah, that's an outrage too. I couldn't believe. So we had just spent all of this time and this civil unrest and this country had been moved and turned upside down. The world was recognizing the the the, the inequality yes. and, and treatment that blacks, whites, and other people of color have to experience. So I thought, okay, I mean, we all feared that that was just a fad. We all feared that people weren't going to, uh, were just going to get over those feelings. Mm-hmm. And so to see the Capitol being stormed and the lack of response oh my was, was utterly disheartening for me. I couldn't believe that. I was disheartened. I was angry. I was sad. And I was absolutely, I'll be very honest with you. I was, I, first I was just flabbergasted. And I said to myself, why are you surprised? Really? We absolutely have been under four years of total hatred and and, and racial discord. Actually, the Trump administration showed just what white privilege was all about. If you didn't know what white privilege was before the Capitol building, you know now because that would have never happened for it. To be very honest, you're not only black, but I, I honestly feel any other race other than white. Correct. And I agree real. with that. I agree with that. Any other people, person mm-hmm. of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, another thing that bothers me, totally off topic, but semi-related, mm-hmm. is this whole uh, POC, pe- people of color. Mm-hmm. And I guess 
whites felt that that was offensive. So then they decided to change that acronym to BIPOC, B-I-P-O-C, which means Black, Indigenous, and People of Color, color yeah. which still others people of color. Mm-hmm. Why can't we just be the, the populace? Why can't we just be the people of the country? We <laughs> the people. Right. Like how why are we how are we still that just it furthers mm-hmm. white supremacy white supremacy the notion mm-hmm. of white supremacy mm-hmm. by allowing that acronym to exist the people that have gotten on board with it the people of color who have gotten on board with the idea that it's okay for us to still be segregated separated and othered mm-hmm. by being considered BIPOC yes. black indigenous and people of color right. which means white still sits right over there exactly alone by them, exactly. and it's in superiority. Exactly. And it's crazy that you say we the people because you know that's the the United States, uh, uh, literally the way it starts reading, we the people. And honestly, it's really hard to feel like we the people because I feel that we as a black race, and that's why they had to separate it like that. It couldn't just be, I mean, you know, I, I understand why they did that. It's just saying people of color because honestly, we as black people, our black race, there was a time when we did feel, yes, let's just segregate. We don't need to be with you guys. You guys got yours, we got ours. Every single time we tried to do that, we were torn down, beat up, killed, and just totally, I mean, they dropped bombs in one instance or on and us. more than one instance. More but, than but one. But the reason black people decided to segregate themselves mm-hmm. and say, let's build our own mm-hmm. infrastructure was because uh, of the mistreatment. We didn't have exactly. the freedom to build integrated exactly you know so i don't even know that that was by choice exactly. you know i feel like that that was by circumstance as well there was honestly if um i watched another thing that was on netflix called amend and it actually was an intentional purpose to separate and segregate even on the blacks part right they my literally decided my- that they wanted to be separated they didn't want a white race to be mixed with us there are some black people that feel that blacks and whites shouldn't um, mix still to this day actually so and and you know what people don't like to say it but there are really actually are black people that are racist as well absolutely that's not i I feel like to to not believe that is foolish and a little Mm -hmm. naive Mm -hmm. but my point wasn't that uh black people wanted to separate obviously you're always going to have like you have nationalists nationalists you're going to have people that believe in the superiority Mm -hmm. of their own race right but i mean the the necessity necessity. for there to be a black uh infrastructure was because of the treatment that black exactly. people were receiving. Exactly. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. Black Panthers, all of that was mm-hmm. totally about, you know what, we 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 can take care of our own. Mm-hmm. We don't even need you to take care of us. Mm-hmm. We can do this ourselves. Yeah. And unfortunately, it has continued, continued, and continued. I, I really don't know. I, I really would like to believe that there will be a day of equality, but it's hard to, be, to feel that way. It's been way too many years and too many opportunities for that to happen and it's still going on. So yeah. it's really hard to believe that we will have any equality. It's really sad to say, but there are literally white people that seriously don't see and believe still that there is no such thing as uh, white privilege. They really don't see it. Honestly, I can understand a white person not understanding white privilege because they've been living it and we've been living 
in spite of it. Mm-hmm. So we have to move through the world uh, with that in mind. Mm-hmm. But when the world is set up for you, it's harder to acknowledge. It's a deeper right. topic that Absolutely. maybe it's a little harder yeah, to break we, down. We, we but dis- of course there are white people who don't believe in white privilege. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. I have to agree with you. Absolutely. And like you said, it's a whole nother subject. We And that's getting really deep. And But that is the... the I don't you know, mind what I, was sh- I don't... That's what I'm about to say. That's what we all about is getting deep here We're on my son and I. So I'm sure there going to be a day where we're going to get so deep, really deep, that we're going to get deep down in that, too. Because I'm going to tell you, um, um, there may be some people that would absolutely look at me and think I'm uh, totally a black power, I'm a militant, the whole thing. It's not. I'm going to be very actu- actually on the point and tell you I am not a racist, I am a realist. And that is true. Because I do not, do not um Give someone, you know, make myself feel like I'm better than anyone. And that's real. Because even with this Asian thing, I was talking to someone today and they said, oh, oh, this Asian people, they're going through that stuff right now. And they, you know, hey, it's about time somebody else got it. But to be very that's honest, right. it's not it's not right for anyone to have to deal with that. I agree. That's 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 disgusting. And totally. I, I I dislike whoever said that. To yes, you. totally. Uh, I feel like it's a very short sighted point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Okay, uh, I want to take a break. Okay. I want to come back with something new. Mm-hmm, uh, we're going to mm-hmm. take uh, take our segment called Let's Get Deep. When we come back from this break, we're going to get a little deeper uh, mm-hmm. with each other. We're going to ask each other a couple questions that we've been Ooh. dying to ask each other just to see what the other one's got to say and okay. see if we kind of known that about Let's the other it. one. Let's All do right. it. So, guys, we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Egbert here. In the interest of full disclosure, I just wanted to let you guys know that in this next segment of the show, when my mom and I get a little deep, we used a tool, and this tool happened to be a game called Let's Get Deep. Uh, We did not write any of these questions. We actually used Let's Get Deep to get a little deep with each other. And I just want to read off the description of the game because this is an amazing game that you can find anywhere on the internet. I got mine off of Amazon, but you can even pick it up in person uh, at Target or Walmart. They're everywhere. This game is incredible. It's called Let's Get Deep. This is the description. Let's Get Deep is a party game for couples where you take things to the next level with your boo. Spice up your date night and get to know your significant other by asking and answering fun and creative questions across three levels of intimacy. For each round, draw one icebreaker card, two deep cards, and two deeper cards. One player reads the card to the other player and the other player answers. Uh, Players alternate turns, reading and answering the questions, starting with the icebreaker cards and then working their way through the two deep cards and the two deeper cards. This game is brought to you by the makers of What Do You Meme? It's an amazing game. My mom and I, again, did not write these questions. We used this game as a tool for episode one only. Here we go. Back to the show. My son and I. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to My Son and I. I'm here with my mother. My son and I. (laughs) Here on My Son and I, we play a game called Let's Get Deep. And it's a tool that we use just to get a little closer to each other, learn some things about each other that maybe we haven't known, uh, or remind each other about some times that we had. Uh, It's called Let's Get Deep. Here on Let's Get Deep, there are three different cards. One's called the Icebreaker card, another one's called the Deep card, and the last one's called the Deeper card. It's just an advancement, a sliding scale in which how deep we'll get to know each other. Uh, the rules say that the first, the person that made the first move draws the first card, and it's the Icebreaker card. To hide a Marie, oh, Lady T. Lady T. Okay, that's your mom. That's me. All right, Icebreaker card. Hey, let's see. Oh, 
red wine or white wine? White wine. White wine entirely, mm. easily. You probably knew the answer to mm. that already. Uh, white wine. I love a Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, red wine usually gives me heartburn. I went through a phase when I started drinking wine about a decade ago, um, and it was red wine because I just liked the the, the, the hardiness of the wine. I, I like a bitter, dry wine, as you know. Um, and I had a lot of fun with the Shiraz. Um, Shiraz and... It started giving me heartburn. I had too much of it, so I had to switch over to white. And it took a while to find my white, but I really love a Sauvignon Blanc these days. Okay. My icebreaker card to you, it says rap or rock? Huh, rap or rock? Let's see. Hmm. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I I always said, I don't know about that rap, but rap has grown on me quite a bit. I'm really an all-type of music girl. I've I've been around the rock crowd and just be rocking out as well. (laughs) Um, But I would say probably right now I'll give rap. I'll say rap. Rap? Yeah. Rap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the like a lot of the culture would say rap. Rap is mm-hmm. really popular these days. I think mm-hmm. that's what, a lot of people are having an issue with how popular rap has become mm-hmm. and their children, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. A lot yeah. of people who aren't so melanated. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Yes. But they're the ones that make them. They make sure the rap continues going on. Their children. Because they're yes. The, that's money makes the world go around. That's and right. Definitely, it is definitely make rap go around. So. It's true. And I, I mean, I can't even lie. Even a person that's highly melanated, um, if my children were consuming some of the rap that's going around right now I would have a problem with it too mm-hmm. because these rappers whether or not they like to admit it they are influencing the mm-hmm. younger generation Absolutely. we have rappers like Cardi B who were saying I'm not a role model it's like but your position lends you in, into being a role model you might not have intended to be a role mm-hmm. model but your actions are modeling the behavior of a lot of young people in our country Absolutely. and it's frustrating to watch it's frustrating for them it's, fr- it's frustrating to watch them take no ownership yes Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But rap. Okay. All right. (laughs) Okay, your turn to get deep. Oh, let's see. Let's see. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? The first thing I do when I wake up, I usually go pee. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Right? I get up Mm -hmm. and I go to the toilet and uh, I surf whatever. I don't spend a lot of time on the internet, so Mm -hmm. I'll probably check in. People have usually sent me something on whatever platform. Mm -hmm. So I'll check the Instagram. I'll check the Facebook. Mm -hmm. I'll check the... all of the, the inboxes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. much what I do. What do you do when you first get up? Um, uh, actually, the, honestly, one of the first things is going to the restroom. But while I'm doing that, honestly, the first thing I say is, thank you, Jesus, for letting me wake up to see another day. Nice. This is the first day of the rest of my life, and I thank you for allowing me to see it as I'm on my way to the restroom because I'm definitely going to go pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so it's my turn to get deep. Okay. If you could travel time, what would where would you, uh, what time would you go to and why? If you could travel through time, what time would you go to and why? Mm, wow. Huh. Well, that's a really good question. Um, in my lifetime, uh, I, I'm not really, I, I like the future to be the future. I don't want to go there. Let me, let me live it. Let me get there. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would have to say, I have to go back to a time maybe when I'm like younger, like uh, I had an amazing and absolutely great, um, I would say age between like about 18 to 
uh, 23 or so. Mm -hmm. That's where that was a great time. And I think I would like to go back there so that I can maybe do a few things a little bit different. And mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, but I think there were a few more, a, a few different choices I would have made that would have probably made my life a little bit better. Uh -huh. So that I, I go back to a time when I was not too young to do anything because you, you're still a child mm -hmm. and, you know, a child has this place. But in a time where I was in a position to be able to make decisions for my life uh -huh. and I may have made a few different choices. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Because I would have taken the question differently. I, I imagine that they were asking, just off first glance, mm -hmm. I imagine that they were asking what time, like what time period, like like in the world, like I guess throughout, like not necessarily in your life. Oh, but like, okay, yeah. But I, was, but I like the way you answered that because mm -hmm. I don't think I would have answered that question that way. Yeah, yeah. But if you could, could you mm -hmm. think of a time period off the top of your head? Time period, I think I would like... Um, you know, it's really hard because I'm I'm all about my my blackness, mm -hmm. and there's not really too great of a time that it's been uh, that I know of to be the co this color. So I would think maybe somewhere. Honestly, hmm, I think I would like to go back to like the uh, like maybe the 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 uh, um, Egyptian time to make just make it different. You know, I almost hit that uh, rock and roll time in the in the um, we are uh, stoners and we. Uh -huh. this and all I was able to live those times so right. I think I would love to maybe go back to like the like the Egyptian times just to just to be in a in a in a queen like in a in a in a uh, uh, of of um, quality and of royal yes. um, uh, pedigree mm. times Come like on, pedigree. Egyptian times when I, I was royal you know just just living just living um, just uh, where I can live my life is so full, and then when I die, it's empty. That means I didn't leave anything out. Okay. I like that. I like that answer. I think that you said it, though, that you were able to live through the era. Just that comes to the top of my head. I mean, obviously, here in America, there has never been a, a good time for a black person. Uh, but that aside, I would love to go probably, and I always said this, too, when I was coming up, mm -hmm. that I was born at the wrong time. I feel like if I had been born in 1960 mm -hmm. or, or sometime around that time, mm -hmm. that would have put me in my teenage years, early adult years in the 70s. Yep. And if I could have been alive in my 20s in the 70s, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I would have had just a great time. Mm -hmm. you know? I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I absolutely did. did. Yes. I bet you did. Mm -hmm. Yes, good, good, good. Okay, so now my deeper to you. Mm -hmm. What is a question you've been dying for me to ask you? Oh. And why? A question that I've been dying for you to ask me mm -hmm. and why. Mm -hmm. uh, That's deep. That is a deep question. Uh, let's see. I probably, okay, off the top of my head, mm -hmm. um, I think I would hope for you to ask, how do I put this concisely? Mm. Um, this question could start some trouble. I think I would ask, I wish you would ask me how, like, how, how I'm, like, how you could help, like, how I'm doing and how you could help. Mm -hmm. uh, just... Over the years, that would have been nice to, okay. to hear. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I, I know what you mean about this could start some trouble um, with us in our relationship because um, 
I I wondered, I actually did wonder how you'd ask, answer that um, if we would get really deep where, because um, there, there have been times when I, I think there you might have answered it in a way that could have caused a little situation between us, but I think we're getting better there. Yeah. I think we're getting better there. So, so how did I do yeah. with answering it this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, how did you do with, with answering, answering it? Um, actually, you did pretty good. You, you stayed in... Uh, uh, trouble-free waters. <laughs> <laughs> that was the goal. That was the goal. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I have one, too. So we're Burr. gonna get deeper, yeah. Uh, what is a question you've been... Oh! Oh. Wow. Wow. What is a question you've been dying to ask me? Oh, wow. What is a question I've been dying to ask you? Well, hmm. I, I ooh... Honestly, I know quite a, I mean, enough uh, about you that I'm not really, I can't really think of a question I'd be dying to ask you, um, but just to, mm, off the top of my head, um, hmm, that a question that, one more time. A, what is a question that you've been dying to ask me? That I've been dying to ask you. Wow. Oh, wow. Um you, I, I know just about everything, but just off the top of no, my head, don't. I can say no. I don't know. I, well, I won't say just about everything, but but a question that you I've been dying to ask me. you. Um, I, Did you I hear know me? enough. Yeah, I heard uh, you say. I'm not sure they heard me. Say okay, that. okay. You don't. You don't. You know very little about me. That's what you say, and no, it's true. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll I'll give you that. Yeah. And and I have to be and like dying in the scheme to, of things, right? Yeah. But there's there, of I, things to know about. Hmm, me. What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Mm -hmm. That's a question you've been dying to ask me. Uh, honestly, of all the questions that I've been dying to ask you, I already have asked and and or you've given me the answer to. Uh -huh. So there's not really much I'm dying to ask you. Well, what but was I a would question like that to know. you used to want to know so badly that you now have the answer to? Um, hmm. What? Hmm. Now we're getting a little deep. Um, this is the what deepest have, level what of the game. What would have? What would have? What could I have done to have made your your childhood or your upbringing better for you? That's a question that you had been dying to ask me. Mm, yeah, but you but you've told me quite a few times and on several occasions. But I don't think you probably was as deep as you wanted to go. Um, with it, because you may have felt that there might have been times that, or an answer may have maybe hurt my feelings. Uh -huh. um, but there, there, I honestly, I think I would ask that question of what is there, what would I, what could I have done for to make your up your upbringing better for you. Okay, that's funny because literally that's the question that I had been. You, my answer to that was basically. You just asked me what question have I been dying for you to ask me. Oh, That's okay. literally the question that I was dying for you to ask me in so many words. Oh. How are you doing and how can I help? Mm -hmm. And you just said you wish that you had asked mm -hmm. how are you doing and how could yeah. I help? Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, there's so many things that um, as you look back in your life that you wish that you could have done better. And one of those is definitely mine as uh, I wish that I could have done better for my children and um, made better choices um, that probably could have and would have maybe have turned out all of our lives might have could have turned out different. Yeah. So um, 
I mean, you know, they, I, 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 what, what, you know, what could I have done uh-huh. to make not even necessarily make our life turn out there, but just to make you happier uh-huh. in growing up uh-huh. in in your childhood. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a question that you had been dying to ask me. You feel like you have the answer to that now? Yeah, you, you, um, like you say, I definitely don't know everything about you. Um, I, I'm, I can say the same. You definitely don't know everything about me. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I think um, you've been uh, pretty expressive and pretty um, uh, articulate to me as to what I could have done on many things, but I'm sure not everything. Might I ask you some of those answers? How, how, how do you, how do you, how, how do you think I would answer that question then? Would you, what do you mean by Your answer? question to me, what could I have done? Oh, sheesh, good God. Now, now you're asking me a hard one there. What would you, what would your answer be to the question that I asked of that? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely know for a fact that uh, this, because you've told me um, that maybe have put more um, emphasis on and made it more important on your talent. Um, maybe um, hone, hone in on recognizing the talent that you have and um using that talent to better all of our lives um using that talent more for you so that you could be further along uh, where you are in your um quest for your talent to be your end all i think that um your answer would be mom i think you could have recognized my talent more and put more emphasis on it um, I think that you're right. That is how I would answer that question in so many words. I wish that you had noticed it or heard me more or believed me more. I, I don't know what was missing there. I was a kid. I didn't have the vocabulary. So maybe I wish that I would have had the vocabulary to articulate myself well enough to get you to understand what I needed. Uh, because I think, yes, and you're right. I would have been better off and farther along for us all, you know, like we all would have been, mm-hmm. I would have established, you know, departments mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the empire for everyone to mm-hmm. do the type of work that they love mm-hmm. while advancing our family together. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that it's a, it's a, um, generational, um, I don't want to say curse, but a generational, um, issue as we, not only just you and I as a mother and a son, but even as my mother and my father, we didn't look enough at um, generational wealth, leaving something for your children. We, um, I, but, but you know what? And even in that, um, it's not always what you leave your child, it's what you leave in your child. Mm-hmm. And that is where I'll, I would give myself um, a little applaud on. I may not have um, is not looked at what I can leave you as like generational wealth, but I absolutely feel proud of what I leave, I would leave in you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think you do it. deserve some kudos for a lot of the things that you've instilled in my sister. I mean, we spent a lot of time with you as children. And I think that it's, it's inevitable that a lot of your personality traits had been and has been and have been uh, passed down to us. And a lot of them, thank God, are great personality traits. You happen to be a very good person. And I think that, like, that's why a lot of um, my discomfort and dis, uh, discontentment with our relationship mm-hmm. uh, over the years had had been so alive in me, uh, because 
I remember being like 18 or 19 and people saying, who are you? Oh, my God. How old are you? Oh, my gosh. Your parents did such a great job. And at that time, I was like, they didn't do this. I did this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that used to bug me. It used to bug me. Like, they they weren't a part of this growing. Mm-hmm. Hindsight, um, the day-to-day of it all, no, y'all weren't. But that goes back to what you were saying. It's what you leave in your child that people were seeing in me. People were seeing all of those great things. People were seeing all of those, you know, the kindness, the selflessness, the the uh, the concern, the care, the love, the empathy that 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 I, that we share for other people. So I think you do deserve a lot of kudos, and not just for for that. If you have a bunch of uh, parental traits that deserve some applause, and luckily that's we were able to highlight that one. Um, all right, was that, that your your welcome? That was really deep there. It got a little deep. Yes, it did. <laughs> that's what that's what we're gonna do here. Let's get deep and understand each other, and and make sure that we are both on the same page. And if not on the same page, we can at least flip the page, turn that page, and be on the same wavelength. And I appreciate the the compliment on that because sometimes you really do wonder what it is. Uh, and I heard um, that saying, and um, I I literally. Um, I, I believe that leaders, I'm, um, one thing I'm, my goal in my life is, is to be a leader for myself. You don't have to just lead someone else. You can lead yourself. And you'll be surprised how many people are followers to the point of not even leading themselves. And I, I know one thing, leaders have mentors. And mentors is what you need to help you establish things in your life. And I've been listening to Les Brown, and it, the, one of the main things that really hit me and made me actually feel a little bit better, on because uh, I don't know about other mothers and other parents, but we all can find faults. My mom has even told me that, where we can find faults on where we, we drop the ball when raising our children. And one of the things that was, that really hit hard on me is when Les Brown said, it's not what we leave our children, but what we leave in our children. Because when you plant a seed and that seed grows, it can grow into the most marvelous and amazing thing in the world. And I, I remember all the times when we went, when you were a kid and you would come and tell me how this hurt you and this person hurt your feelings, whatever. And I would tell you the little, little things. Um, trinkets that I tell you just make just keep the ball straight as long you know if you don't control your life that your life will control you and I think I think that I I thank God that I was able to see little traits that I could plant just put where you 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 gotta you gotta till the soil you gotta till the soil and when you till the soil you drop the seed and I I think I thank God for allowing me to hear him say it's not what you leave your child but what you leave in your child the seed that you plant in them and I, I, I thought you turned out from seeing the tree the plant the seed grow I think you turned into an amazing person and I'm not saying that I I have all everything to do with that but I did till the soil mm-hmm. I did plant the seed you and certainly you planted and the yes, seeds. Yes, and I think I think it grew up to be an absolutely amazing and great plant. Thank you. Thank absolutely. You. I've never heard you say that. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm very proud of you, and I love you absolutely a lot. Thank you. I love you, too. Yes. Yes, That that is something that I never had to doubt. You know, like, I was really grateful that, you know, 
I some kids wondered if they were loved. Some kids mm-hmm. growing up were, you know, we grew. I grew up. My sister and I grew up in South Central Los Angeles, so we got to see a lot of different fi- family dynamics and a lot of mm-hmm. different family makeups. And we were fortunate, and I hope my sister was able to recognize when we were younger, that we were fortunate to have a mother and a father. Mm -hmm. A mother and a father that we never had to wonder where we stood with them. You know, Mm -hmm. like, we knew that y'all loved us. Mm -hmm. We knew that you were working to maintain, you know, a a, a happy lifestyle for us. Mm -hmm. So I I definitely thank God for that. Mm -hmm. I never had to wonder whether or not I was loved or appreciated. So when you say I love you so much, I'm like, thank you. Uh, but when you say that you're proud of the person that I've become, I'm like, wow. Nah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm absolutely proud of the person that you have become. And still, I know there's so much more to to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to just walking this journey with you and watching you succeed and grow and continue, continue to become the, the absolutely amazing flower, plant, tree that I have been able to start. You yeah. actually did start here. Yeah. And your coochie. <laughs> yeah. And Mama <laughs> JJ. <laughs> uh, absolutely. And I'm glad we can even talk like that. It's, it's amazing. I have a absolutely, I don't know how many people have the dynamics and the pleasure and the privilege and the blessing to have the type of relationship that we have. But I, and as you mentioned, my daughter, your sister, we all, you guys absolutely spent a lot of time with me. And I, uh, I, I was always proud to say this. My kids, here, here they are. And look at you now. I'm, I'm, I'm just in awe of, of, of really who you really have turned out to be. And uh, I, I know there's so much more to come. That's what's so, so crazy. It's, it's yeah. not even. Has we been, haven't even begun. We haven't, we haven't even begun. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think about that a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I've been on this journey for so long, and I've been doing so much work to to, to continue to be the to to continue to like and enjoy much less and then much more mm-hmm. be proud of the person that I am yes. and it's so crazy that it's been so long and I still feel like I I'm just getting started okay Isn't I'm that just crazy? getting started yeah. I think about that too another thing that I think about is um you do have two adult children that you birthed you know, you had a life before we were even thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so you said it's it's nice and it's cool to look at us uh, as adults and everything. But is it trippy to, like, remember us as babies and then remember us as children and remember the things that you loved and, and didn't like so much about us? And to see us grow up now and be adults mm-hmm. with new things, probably a lot of the same things that you didn't like or that you did love. Uh, but with new things that you could despise. (laughs) 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 Um, Is it trippy to just look at us when we're adults and watch us live our lives and have the thoughts that we have and the mistakes that we make and the successes that we have? And Is it trippy? It absolutely is. But you know what's so crazy is that you, not only have you grown, but I have too. Mm -hmm. And it's actually not only trippy, I, I would say it's amazing to be able to have, um, I mean, because as children, 
you you whether you love like I mean you can love your parents but you don't have to like them mm-hmm. and you can love anyone but don't have to like them mm-hmm. and I I find it absolutely amazing that not only do we still love each other but from speaking from my point of view I actually like you guys mm-hmm. and that's that's what I like about our relationship is that the the love is there and if you're a decent person that actually have a child and you love them and you know what I'm saying you don't have to necessarily like them mm-hmm. so I I'm I'm absolutely amazed, happy, blessed to know that I not only love my children, but I like my children. Mm -hmm. We can have an adult relationship where we can talk, laugh, be true and honest and down to earth each other and just tell each other the real truth of our situation without having to feel like we're going to be judged. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about my relationship with both you and my daughter. You guys are I can tell you, I feel like I can talk to you as a as an adult. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember when you were kids, and I would say, if you have anything to say, sometimes I I, I was a little sorry I said that, especially with you. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, you know what? You all you have to say is time out, mom. Can we not be mother and son? Can I just be real with you and come, yeah, I've come always, with you? Yeah. I've always taken a direction. I think that's that's why I'm so successful in my career because I can take a direction. <laughs> yeah. now. If you tell me to do something, I'm gonna do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Sometimes a little literally. And- <laughs> <laughs> I do remember you telling us if there's an mm-hmm. issue, just say, listen, time out, no mother and son, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. And you always said, in that moment, I might not be ready in that exact moment to do that, mm-hmm. but I will wrap back around and be like, now what was that? What do you mm-hmm. want to talk about? Uh-huh. I wish that I had taken advantage of that opportunity more. Mm-hmm. I, it was That's easy to forget as a child mm-hmm. when, when you're the child and there's a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I, I wish that I had realized that I could say, all right, we're living these lives and we're doing this and I'm over here and you're over there, but can we just stop and let's talk about, let's set some, let's like establish some, some, some groundwork here. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I need from you. Mm-hmm. How can, what do you need from me? How do, how can we make these things happen? Yeah. Instead of knowing that I had the freedom to say whatever I wanted and kind of abusing those boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew that I could say whatever I wanted to say to you uh, and that you'd understand that I wasn't just being a little brat. Mm-hmm. Um, even when sometimes it took you a second to figure that out, mm-hmm. uh, that I was really just saying what I'm feeling. And mm-hmm. because I'm a child and with all of the stuff, I'm the growing hormone filled person that I might not have figured out exactly how the, how to say it to you mm-hmm. productively. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but I think though, when the few times as a child mm-hmm. that I remember needing to uh, say something, I remember it being received. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that I didn't take those opportunities to say the things that I actually needed. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. I, I can I can take I can understand that, and that's um, yep, yep. And I I heard you say um, like you said, you know, you, sometimes you would say things, but not necessarily what it is that you really wanted. You're you been uh, you know just taking advantage of the fact that you can say whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know. And um, and those were some rough times. We mm-hmm. we had a few little rows or when those times happened and um you know so mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm 
I'm glad you recognize them as well. And the great thing I love about it is that we were able to make it through that, come out on the other side, still loving and respecting mm-hmm. each other and being able to have a relationship as adults now. Mm-hmm. And we could be able to talk to each other because it's a good thing to be able to lean, you know, be, be open with my son and be able to tell him true feelings. And because I mean, as a child, I'm an adult, you're a child, there, there is a boundary. There is a, mm-hmm. there is things that I could not say to you as a child because I am an adult, mm-hmm. but now we're both adults and it feels good to be able to say, tell you how I truly feel without the judgment. And that's mm-hmm. where I think um, our relationship has that magical thing that not necessarily always going to uh, is always with mother and son. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely magical. And I feel you feel the same way. You can tell me uh, the truth of how you who you are mm-hmm. and how you feel without feeling I me mean, judging you. Yeah, I think I, I do. I do honestly, for the most part, feel like I can tell you just about anything without the the, the fear or the concern of being judged. Um, I think, though, I'm glad that you brought that up again because one of those things that you leave in your child and not for your child mm-hmm. is that quality. A lot of my friends say that to me, that they feel safe with me and that they feel comfortable talking with me mm-hmm. because they know that they can say whatever without me judging them. Mm-hmm. And you told us that when we were children, it's not your place to judge. Mm-hmm. Who, who do you think, you know, like, who mm-hmm. do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Uh, not that we were ever judging. It was just like one of those, like, heads up. Here's a, here's a gym that you might be able to take with you through the rest of your life. It's not your place to judge anyone around you. Mm-hmm. It's not your place that is, if you believe in him, that is God's role. Mm-hmm. You live, you Absolutely. meet people where they are, and you stay, you know, accepting. You stay, there is, nobody's better than you. You're not better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. That is not your job to judge. And I really believed that, and mm-hmm. I still do. I still do. So I roll like that. I I appreciate that with you. Mm -hmm. But I do love that I can talk to you about a lot of things. There are some boundaries that I just haven't been Mm -hmm. comfortable enough to to cross. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like I could talk to you about just about Mm -hmm. anything. And I don't fear being judged by you. But I think Mm -hmm. a lot of that also had to do with me going away and living in New York and becoming an adult on my own and living and growing and Mm -hmm. and having to not be afraid of anyone else's judgment around mm-hmm. me, you know? And I'm like, well, if I'm not afraid for any of these people to judge me, then why would I be afraid for this woman's uh, opinion? I, I can't be. I have to live my life. Mm-hmm. So there, um, I think that did have a lot to do with me going away and growing up and becoming a man away from L.A. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And all of its influences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at least you saw that, and you were able to make a step and and correct or or make it better for yourself. Mm-hmm. You were able to recognize that. And it's, and that's great because I honestly, um, there were, I was young one time and I left home and was able to recognize that it's time for me to make this move and, um, and make, you know, uh, make a decision. I also realized when it was also time for me to come back home because I'm not going to lie to you guys. You m- may mention before I was born in 1960 actually. And I grew up as a teenager in the seventies and, I literally had to tell myself, girl, you are wilding out. You are out of control. Bring your tail back home. (laughs) 
what are, what is the time that you when you were like, oh wait a minute, I, that was a little far. Maybe I shouldn't be out here doing this. Oh my God, that's now we getting a little too deep. You trying to make me tell my business? Come on, I that's what it. we doing here. I did it all. I did quite a few things, y'all. I um as 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 my son said, you know, we we grew up in the seventies, and it was absolutely all about black power. Not only black power, but female black power. So we were able to get out there and just put me 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 first and and do us and I mean you know we are our love power drugs the whole little thing I grew up in it and um to the point of I was like you know what it's a it's some it's too many drugs out here and I need to, 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 to curtail myself, bring my ass back home, but I get caught up in something I can't get out of. And um, and that was the same thing with our sexual freedom. Mm-hmm. We, were at, we were at a time in, our, in a period in time where a woman was able to be sexually free without being called a hoe. Uh-huh. And um, I took advantage of that, too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh-huh. And I said, no, 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 a little too much. Go on back home. Okay. Let's hold yourself. Uh-huh. You're a preacher's daughter. You, you okay. <laughs> you are a preacher's daughter. You are a preacher's daughter. daughter. Bring your tail back home and act like you a preacher's daughter. Yeah. And I, you know, I was able to recognize. And I thank God for giving me that wisdom to be able to, to just... Put, know when I've gone a little too far. Yeah. Step back. Yeah. Get back. Yeah. But you do have to sometimes come out of the box. And mm-hmm. I will say, live your life totally. If you want to come out of the box, live your life out of the box. Because you know one thing? When you're in the box, you can't read the labels. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. 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 Y'all heard that? Yeah. You need to sometimes step out of the box because when you're in the box, you can't read the labels. You cannot. I've never heard that one. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. So you were saying that. Uh, so basically, sex and drugs. You 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 kind of uh, you kept it a little general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I, I I I assume and I could see that that was probably by design. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. So, but you said you went home once you realized sometimes sex was getting a little far or drug was getting a little mm-hmm. far. Does that mean you went home several times or did that all kind of happen at once? That all kind of happened at once i i would go home of course to visit and and all that stuff and um but it did happen at once when i realized hey you know what you're doing a little too much um you're out I actually out here was in san francisco i mm-hmm. live uh, grew up i was born in new orleans came to california when i was 13 left to go to san francisco when i was 17 mm-hmm. and i was actually it was like i say it was free love free money free sex free all that free drugs all that literally mm-hmm. and um, i realized you know what it's a little too too much freedom. Okay. I need to go on back home. Yeah. And get myself, you know, just just rein it in some. Yeah. Just rein it in. Yeah. Because you know you can get lost in those things. Yeah. And you don't want to do that. I oh, thank God bad. every day that I didn't some any of those choices I made then didn't weren't detrimental to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I know I am absolutely blessed by the Lord and highly favored. Hallelujah. Highly favored. Hallelujah. And I thank Him every day because He did give me the insight to say, hey. Stop. Control. Get mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, on. Just take control of your life. You're going. You're getting out of control. Yeah. So pull it on back. Rein it on in. Mm-hmm. And if that takes going back home to be around, you know, your family and people that's going to help you recognize and you know that yay. 
be safe. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. I thank God every day that you made me see the sign or helped me recognize the sign. And I heed and I heard and I listened and I ran on back home. Okay. To the safety of my home. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. I, 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 I don't think that I've ever run home mm-hmm. uh, to be, to, you know, to, to, to rescue myself. Okay. I, uh, well, we're going to keep it a little deep here. Mm-hmm. Um, home didn't really feel like a safe space for me to go to okay uh to 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 regroup and re, you know mm-hmm. home was a was uh wasn't comfortable for me so i in moments where i needed to to find refuge i i usually just turned to myself and probably just would go inside and lock away and mm-hmm. deal with my stuff and, mm-hmm. and get my thoughts together and mm-hmm. come up with a new plan you know regroup mm-hmm. and, and return uh but i don't i don't know if there's ever been a situation where i'm like I need to, well, I mean, I, I have had a problem with drinking where it's like, okay, I need to rein it in and get my stuff together because, you know, things are a little, they're spiraling a little bit, but I don't know if there's ever been like, my, my stuff's in danger. Your life yeah. is in danger. Yeah. Julie, you in danger. Well, that's girl. great. That's great because, um, honestly, um, as time evolves and time changes, um, I would, I was really concerned when you weren't home. Um, knowing that all the things I saw when I was not home, mm-hmm. whether or not um, those things, you know, because honestly, unfortunately, the, by the time you were at, of the age to do those things, the choices I made in those days were a, a little bit more ex- danger to them. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm glad to know that you were mature enough to not to to make those choices. Oh, well, that is not to say that I didn't make those choices. Okay. I just said I didn't, I never felt unsafe. I never really put myself in positions to okay. feel like too unsafe. Now, of course, there have been situations where I'm like, oh, Lord. Right. If that had, if that had been another night or if that right. had been with the wrong person or mm-hmm. if I had done that for a little longer. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm usually pretty aware of Mm-hmm. the situations I put myself in. Mm-hmm. So even if we're doing some wild stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm usually the chaperone. Like, I'm usually mm-hmm. the person that kind of minds everything mm-hmm. around everyone. So I am I might be just as effed up as the next person, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of aware, and I'm like, you know, I'm the one kind of looking about. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been, like, situations with people mm-hmm. that I necessarily uh, could have been safer about. Mm-hmm. Uh and where you know those are those kind of instances where I'm like, oh Lord, thank you for being there, thank yes. you for walking me through that because mm-hmm. that could have been a little dangerous. But mm-hmm. I've never really felt like, ooh, right. let me reel it in because right. I'm out here. Right. It's, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I've, I'll be honest, I've been a very promiscuous person in my mm-hmm. life. I mm-hmm. am an alcoholic. I do. Uh, smoke the bud, mm-hmm. but I don't really do too many other drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person. Mm-hmm. So like, it's like wilding out, you know, jumping outside mm-hmm. of the box, but mm-hmm. staying close to, mm-hmm. you know, right, I'm, I'm right. outside only to read the labels. Okay. I ain't really trying right, to right. jump into somebody else's box. Exactly. Okay. That part, because one thing I definitely totally, that little thing people say about, let's all throw our problems in the pile and grab something new. No, no. no. I've never I, heard I, that. I, really? Oh God, I would absolutely. hate that person. I, I would not do it. I'd be I, like, oh, I don't I we say it all the time. Like, you've never heard that little saying where Mm-mm. we say, um, there's a saying where everybody say, I w- 
most times, the way you say it is, oh, no, I'm not putting all my, I don't want to do that. Because it literally says, okay, we all just throw, throw our junk in a, in a pile and then grab one and, and, and whatever you come out with. Mm-mm, no, no, I'll keep the junk I got. Yeah, no, part. I don't oh, want to. Yeah, I'm surprised mm-hmm. you have, oh, wow. We, no, I, because that's that's kind of like the grass is greener. So maybe if I grab your problems, oh, then my, yeah, yeah, you can look mm-hmm. at it like, no, no, I ain't no, looking no. at that because, no, I have my mm-hmm. set of problems. Mm-hmm. Why would I? Uh-uh, that's like misery loves company kind of mentality. No, it's actually a, uh, it's, it's a mentality of... Uh, Let's help each other with each no, other no, stuff. No, not at all. It's actually what you're trying to say is, uh, I don't want this baggage. Let's just throw all this... this but then you're picking up bag- someone else's baggage. And you don't want to do that because you know, yeah. know what's going on behind closed no, doors. No, yeah. That's exactly why we always say we clown. Me and my, I was just talking to my girlfriend earlier today, and she was like, girl, um, unfortunately, we had a... Because um, you just never know what life has for you. And we had a friend of ours' daughter passed, and she was our only child, and she was pregnant, mm. and she was, uh, and she passed just a, just a couple of days ago. Oh, no. And yeah, and it's absolutely, I, um, definitely, she's definitely in my prayers, on my heart. And when this, my friend told me about her. I, I literally cried because that is such a sad situation. And I know the things that I'm going through right now, trying to get th- certain things in my life together. Honestly, I would rather, that, that's what we said. She actually said, girl, can you imagine? We talking about what we going through now. I would not want that baggage on me. And that's why you would never want to throw your baggage in the in the crowd. I'm, I'm sure somebody out there knowing and has heard this I'm saying. I'm sure, yeah. Throwing your stuff in the pile and grabbing what's there. Never, and I guarantee you, everybody who's probably heard that would say, uh-uh, I'm going to keep mine. No matter what you're going through, because you really, truly don't know what the other person is going through. You don't know what's behind closed doors doors don't know don't do that uh-uh. right. i'll keep what i got i know what i got okay i can work with that yeah exactly like I, i'm like i know what i got i ain't really trying to pick mm-hmm. up nobody else's mm-hmm. baggage i don't want to what no no. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. no, no, no 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 now i might help you tug it along i might you know help mm-hmm. put a hand on your handle yeah. and help you drag it for uh-huh. a second mm-hmm. until my hand gets tired mm-hmm. But I'm not going to, I don't want to carry nobody else's baggage, mm-hmm. even if that means letting mine go. Because then mine is, how, how do I know? What is that? Yours so might be worse. On? Exactly. That's the, that's what I meant by like the grass. Mm-hmm. That's like the grass being greener right. or something. But the grass is never greener. Right. It's always going to be grass. It's always going to be what you make it. And mm-hmm. that's the problem. That's what people don't get. The grass is never going to be greener because you're still the same one who's tilling the grass. You're the one over there you're walking the on the grass. You're the one who's watering it or walking on it or tearing it up, run, mm-hmm. driving a car through on mm-hmm. top of the grass, tearing all it up, tearing it all up like I do. You know, I turn on the yard, on the oh, grass. Yeah. We have we have dirt. I have to turn around on the yard. That Y'all should you, just pave that. <laughs> just pave we it. should do that. We should do that. Okay. But that's what I mean about that. You know, you you're the one that yeah. tills the grass. So no matter what, where it's you who yeah. makes the grass greener. Right. And that's yeah. that's the bottom line. It's yeah. You. So. Well, that was good. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's a good place to to to, to put a pin in it mm-hmm. and come back. I think uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed that. This has been my mom and uh, me getting deep and talking about some things. And my uh, son and I. The show is called My Son and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we'll yeah. we'll find a way to 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 
to do uh, to do this every time for you and keep you entertained. And sometimes it'll get deep like this. Sometimes it'll get deeper. And sometimes it'll just be fun. So yeah. I'm so glad you guys are here joining us for the ride. You are more than welcome. Uh, send your emails to my son and I are Leo's at gmail.com. My son and I are Leo's at gmail.com. Uh, for any questions or anything that you might want us to talk about or something that you heard that you might want a little, you know, uh, more details about or something like that. Or if you need us for anything, it's called my, the, the show is called My Son and I. The email is my son and I are leos at gmail.com. We'll be back. My son and I. And we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back with the first episode of My Son and I. My Son and I. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, she didn't sing on the intro song. <laughs> no, nope, I didn't. That was him. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> anyway, uh, this final segment here is called Our Plugs. This is where we just tell you guys a little bit about the things that we're slanging in these streets and across these internets. So, Lady T, why don't you tell the people about what you got going on? Well, what I got going on, y'all, is Bedroom Candy by Miss Candy Burris herself. Yeah, of course, you may or may not know about her, but she is from the group Escape and one of the stars of Atlanta Housewives. And at Bedroom Candy, this is where women and men, Mm -hmm. this is where women and men can pamper themselves with absolute intimate luxury. At Bedroom Candy, our mission is to destigmatize intimacy and self-love, promote sexual awareness, and educate, empower entrepreneurs to find success and happiness in the business of pleasure. Here, you can shop for a range of products, from intimate massages to luxury bath and body items. You can sign up to host your very own bedroom candy party. For yourself and for your friends, y'all can just shop, have fun, and if you want to join our mission and our community, you can sign up to be a bedroom candy boutique consultant and start your own business where you can call the shots. Dope. I love that. So bedroom candy sounds like a really, really, really interesting something to look into. So guys, check out bedroom candy. Find her on the internet. And if you want to find Lady T, just go to my website www.bedroomcandy.com slash the most important thing 1907 that's bedroom candy at www.bedroomcandy.com I'm sorry about that bedroomcandy.com slash 1907 that's where you can find me and you can also hit me up on my my email address to Heidi M. Gibson at gmail.com don't worry about that. You can act. You can find. Uh, she said it. So look for her at her email address. But like we just said in that final seg- that last segment there, we've got an email. So if you want to reach Lady T, you'll email us at my son and I are Leos at gmail.com. That's the best way to find Lady T and Egbert B. <laughs> and that's you. That's me. Hi. All right, guys. We'll be right back. My son and I. Mother darling. Yes, son. We're back. Yes, we are. I can't believe it's the end of our first episode. I think we did it. 
We did. We did it, Joe. We did our thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you to you guys for sticking it out and hanging with us for our first episode. I know it was a little bumpy. There were a few rocks and and, and ditches here and there. (laughs) Uh, But I promise you, it hasn't been as bumpy and rocky as our relationship has been. That part. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so happy to be here with you, Mother, smoothing out those edges. And uh, that's what we're going to do with this this podcast here. We're going to smooth out the edges and not have it be so rocky. So again, thank you guys for being here with us for this first episode. It was so much fun. Yes, it was. Thank you so much, you guys. Be blessed, safe, and prosperous. Glad you're here. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. My son and I. We've been through a lot of this. My son and I. We're gonna do this. We're gonna make it through. My son and I. Yes, son and I. Ooh, my son and I. Oh, you're listening to my son and I.